Welcome back to Fan Friday on When the Bell Tolls with Big Cuz. I posed a question on social media this week for fans to give me a superstar whose death shocked them and what kind of impact did it have on the wrestling business. So I hope you stay tuned and thoroughly enjoy the list of the fan submissions and the discussion that we have on these. Welcome back to another episode of Fan Friday on When the Bell Tolls with Big Cuz. Today we're going to be talking about wrestling deaths that shocked people and which inspired, uh, what impact did they have on the business going forward. So I'm joined today by my youngest brother, say hello, Joe. Hello, Joe. He is enjoying a pecan swirl as we record this. Oh, one yeah. of his favorite things in the world. I could eat so, a whole box of them in a matter of a second. <laughs> so I wanted to cover this topic because of some like wrestling deaths that have impacted both our lives because – I mean, we've both grown up watching wrestling, and now we're more, we're bigger wrestling fans than we were growing up because you weren't allowed to watch it when I was, and vice versa. Well, I wasn't allowed to watch it, but I tried to peek over the gate anyways to try to watch it. <laughs> so some of these things are a massive impact, not only on the business, but the world in general. Like, we have some big stars that died right in their heyday. Yeah. And some we'll talk about later on for a later podcast that, like, you and I were talking earlier that we didn't even know some of these people were dead. Yeah. So, we're going to start off today. I have a list of some some fans submitted, and uh, we're going to start with James Bailey. I'm not sure who this is, but he listens to the podcast. He submitted Dusty Rhodes. Yeah. The Legend of Legends. And you think about it, Dusty Rhodes has had his hand in everything when it comes to wrestling. Yeah. I mean, he's the reason for Starcade, Halloween Havoc, he Great American Bash. He's he's such a I don't know if he's got a bigger impact in the ring, his promo work or his behind the scenes stuff. Well, if you look at it this way, or if you look at it a different way, without the polka dot thing, there would be no, or without the polka dot gear, there would be no goofy gimmicks nowadays. Well, there were goofy it, gimmicks. Yeah, th- there weren't. There weren't as prevalent. No, and Dusty Rhodes got himself over in NWA. It yeah. was huge, and I mean that's the reason one man gang switched to Akeem the African Dream was because of Dusty Rhodes the American Dream. Mm-hmm. So he took he convinced he got Vince to take one of the biggest heels in the company and switch him to a completely different person that danced around the ring because of Dusty Rhodes. Mm-hmm. And there are so many NXT stars now that credit their career because of Dusty Rhodes. Mm-hmm. And and most of them credited oh then NXT is credited with the with the Dusty Rhodes classic. Absolutely, and it's it's a great thing every year. I mean, mm-hmm. Dusty Rhodes still, I mean, the last AEW pay-per-view, Cody Rhodes hit the Rhodes family trio of finishers that I call them. He hit Dusty's, Gold Dust, and then his. So, I mean, the Rhodes family lives on through Cody and Dustin. Called him Gold Dust. He's now Dustin Rhodes again. But yeah. Dusty Rhodes had such an impact on the wrestling business that he will never be forgotten. No, not there, at all. There's, and I meant to record it and put in the podcast of his Hard Times promo. That that promo started a generation of promos. 
So I mean, next no, up, no, no, I mean, no one, no one could cut a promo like Dusty. No, not at all. Next up, we're probably go... well, the only one that could probably come close would probably be Flair. That's very true, and his passing is one that I don't think any of us are ready for. No. So next up, we have Matty Ice. He submitted the Ultimate Warrior, and he said his last speech was like his last piece of advice that he gave. He gave his last love because he died of a heart attack that very night after his return to Raw. Mm-hmm. And we get the Warrior Award every year. And I'm going to read the speech, the promo that he gave. It says, every man's heart one day beats its final beat. His lungs breathe their final breath. And if, if what that man did in his life makes the blood pulse through the body of others and makes him bleed deeper than something larger than life, then his essence, his spirit will be immortalized by the storytellers, by the loyalty, by the memory of those who honor him, making the running the man with forever. I mean, we give a Warrior Award out every year for courage. Yeah. And I was so happy that Triple H mended the broken bond between Vince and Ultimate Warrior that we were allowed, because neither one of us grew up with the Ultimate Warrior. No. But we no, knew we, we grew up, yeah, we, yeah, we knew of him. We grew up with like a Stone Cold and a Triple H and a Kane. Correct. And we didn't grow up with Ultimate Warrior, but we knew about his his great run-ins, like the WrestleMania run-in where he just sprints like 200 yards for no reason. But, <laughs> and he, he covered a lot of ground in that time. <laughs> shoo, he did. But this was a huge impact on Matty Ice, but he said it was his last bit of love that he had to give because he left and went to go have dinner with his family and died getting back into the car after dinner with his family. Such a incredible... Life died suddenly. Matty Ice yeah. is one more, and it's the Macho Man Randy Savage. He said, I got to start him watching wrestling. I saw him as Bone Saw in Spider Man. He said, I, and for- then, <laughs> I forgot he was in Spider Man. Yes. And he said, Then I started watching wrestling and realized the history that this man had, that it was more than just Bone Saw. Yeah. Because, I mean, Macho Man was big wherever he went, minus TNA. We don't talk about that run. No, it was awful. But, I mean, he is just absolutely incredible that, I mean, Macho Man died suddenly, just like everybody on this list. But his, I don't know if Ric Flair would have wore the flashy stuff without Macho Man. No, not a chance. I think and, Flair would have just been your natural pretty boy, but not actually worn the quote-unquote flary type robe. No, and I mean, Bailey does the elbow now off the top rope. So does mm-hmm. Velveteen Dream. They're honoring Macho Man with his finishing move. That's the kind of legacy that these stars have left. So we'll cover one more and then take a short little break. Eddie Guerrero, submitted by Porkchop. One of his favorites of all time in his passing was a huge shock. And I will absolutely agree. Do you remember Eddie passing? Vaguely. I know it was like, what, 2005 when it happened? It was It was very, it wasn't, yeah, I think 15 years. Because, it, it, yeah, it was 2005 because Mysterio won the Rumble in 2006. Correct. 
But Eddie just, I mean, it was just out of the blue. But, yeah. but he had had a lifestyle of steroids and everything else that have damaged his heart. Mm-hmm. That weren't a healthy thing. But Eddie's, I mean, the it still lives on now. We still get superstars doing the trio, the suplexes, everything. I mean, we, for, for Pete's sake, uh, one of the WrestleMania, Sasha Banks wore her wore gear inspired by Eddie Guerrero. Absolutely. I mean, we still. I mean, we got a generation. Del Rio would never have had his car without Eddie Guerrero. No. Eddie Guerrero's passing is one of the saddest moments because I can remember just the whole night superstars sharing stories of Eddie Guerrero. You saw these larger than life heroes breaking down live on set. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Oh, I'm pretty sure that night that they or the night or night or so or the Monday Night Raw after he passed, there were superstars everywhere wearing like Eddie Guerrero like apparel. Oh, absolutely, and a like lot of them wore the a lot of them wore the black wristband. All it's right, Joe, for our second part of Fan Friday, and it's wrestling deaths that shocked you and the impact they had on the business. We're going to lead off the second half with a superstar who, at the time. His death was a massive shock to the wrestling business, and I don't even think they had matches that night that he passed away. He Well, they may have. He no-showed an event. I want to say it was a King of the Ring qualifier against Joey Mercury of all, of all people. Or maybe it would have been John Morrison, one of the other. Yeah. We're going to talk about one of the most unique, the brightest superstars of my lifetime, and probably your lifetime, he stole the show at WrestleMania 20. He is one of two men ever to go from number one in the Royal Rumble to win it. He is Chris Benoit. At the time, his death was a massive loss to the company because he was right in his prime. Mm-hmm. And yes, we know it came out a couple days later that he had went on Royd Rage and murdered his wife and son, and then hung himself. <sighs> this one was suggested and given to us by Jonathan LaFollette, the friend of ours in Ruotan. And his thing is they, and this is absolutely true, and I never thought about it till he says this, they have rewritten history to remove Chris Benoit's name from it. Mm-hmm. Because if you watch any of the by-the-number things for the Royal Rumble, they say two men, and two men only two men have ever won the uh, Royal Rumble. Number one position, Shawn Michaels, and then it cuts to the next. Uh, it cuts to the next stat. Absolutely, and I've never. Yeah, we got two Ben, Shawn Michaels, and then Crispin Moore. Yeah. Yes, what he did in it after the, to end his life is an absolutely terrible thing. But, and this is mm-hmm. going to sound terrible, his in-ring ability was incredible. He had yes. absolutely a massive amount of problems outside the ring. So thank you, Jonathan, for this, for your wrestling death, because it's absolutely incredible, because Chris Benoit was one of the brightest stars and now has been forgotten in history for his in-ring work. He's known now for his the way he ended his life and the, the life of his wife and child. Yeah. All right, next up is Brian Yawn. Yawn man on the podcast, one of the family. He said Roddy Piper died when he was just 61 years old. 
one of the greatest, if not the greatest, heels in the business. He was fun to watch and uh, unfortunately suffered a early death. Let's see, I'm not going to lie. I completely forgot that Roddy Piper passed away. Yep. I mean, look at the people he's inspired. He he inspired, he came back for Sean O'Hare in the invasion mm-hmm. angle. He is the reason that she is known as Rowdy Ronda Rousey. Yeah. Her ring gear is inspired by Roddy Piper. So he's still inspiring stars, and his work was incredible. Now, he did try, he did retire and try to go make it big in Hollywood and then come back part-time. I don't know if that hurt his legacy or not. It, would, it, it wouldn't have hurt his legacy as bad if the movie he was in was good. <laughs> that's, well, because they, they, they Live is not a good movie. Well, that's, that's very true. But he does have one of the most iconic lines ever. Mm-hmm. I'm here to kick ass and chew bubblegum, and I'm all out of bubblegum. <laughs> I love it. So next up, and this one is submitted by both Yon Man and Patrick Bagwell is the unfortunate death of Owen Hart. We all know... It was just... Yeah, it was just so sudden. We all know Owen passed away when he was coming down from a cable to the ring, and the cable snapped, and he fell fell to his death. What gets me, and I understand the show must go on, they continued the show. Mm-hmm. Owen's death is the reason that I want to say maybe Shawn Michaels was the last one ever to come down from a cable, and it was right after that. I think. Oh, I, th- I think after he did it, I don't think Shawn ever came down from one again. He may not have. But I mean, I don't. No one has done it since then in WWE. I know Sting did it in WCW, but this death altered history because Owen's not in the Hall of Fame. He deserves to be. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, he, at this time of his death, he wasn't Owen Hart. He was the Blue Blazer. Yeah. And he had already had problems before with this cable. There's a clip that the Blue Blazer trying to come down the ring, and the cable gets stuck as he's coming down, and he's just sitting there. I mean... Why they, why they ever thought coming down from a cable was a good idea, I have no idea. I don't know, and I I applaud JR and the King. JR is the one that had to deliver the news that Owen Hart passed live on air. It's... Yeah, for, 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 those, for those two especially, to keep a level head throughout the whole situation, it was, it was incredible. I mean, it would have absolutely... I don't know if I could have done it. No. But Owen Hart's death, I mean, it still still resonates. The Hart family is still in the business with Natalia. Mm Because we all know Tyson Kidd has unofficially retired due to health problems. Well, there's talks that he may be coming back. Yeah, I mean, who knows? But Owen Hart... Those talks have been going for years, though. But I know when we talk about wrestling deaths, the one known the biggest is Owen Hart. Mm-hmm. Just because of the way that he did die, where he the cable broke and he did fall to his death. So thank you, Patrick and Brian, for submitting Owen Hart 
So, Joe, who is your wrestler or figure whose death impacted you the most? Uh, mine was a more recent one of last year, uh, Eugene Oakland. Okay, very nice. Because without him, we would I don't feel like the announcers today would be as good as they are. You're absolutely correct. Because like there, there's no way, and as much as I like Lillian Garcia, there's no way she would have been what she was without Mean Gene. No, and Mean Gene was the voice of wrestling for two different companies. Mm-hmm. When he went to WCW, it was a huge shock because you got Mean Gene, and then shortly after, you got Bobby Heenan. Yeah. So I mean, Mean Gene is such a huge impact on the wrestling business. There's a reason that. Hogan wore a Mean Gene Mania shirt to the night they honored Mean Gene. Mm-hmm. And the and with and with Mean Gene, he was like if you got in his face, he'd get right back in your face. He didn't care. No, he didn't. He he would get in and uh, go watch Legends House with Mean Gene. It's hysterical. No, it 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 is the it is so funny. So it's a different side of Mean Gene, but I I loved loved Mean Gene's work. And like I said, he was a voice of a wrestling generation. Mm-hmm. So I've sat here this whole time trying to figure out whose passing had the biggest impact on me. And I could think of one for you. Paul Bear. Yep. That was one of them that I was going to suggest. But at the time, his death, it wasn't a shock because he was in yeah. bad health problems. Yes, he was the greatest he's the most unique manager of the most unique superstar in history which happens to be my favorite the undertaker yeah but if i had to pick one i'm gonna have to go with pork chop and go with eddie guerrero just just because of what it was because i mean it wasn't shortly after he him and benoit were hugging it and hugging the hugging it out in the ring in wrestlemania 20 that eddie died and then we get Rey Mysterio honoring Eddie. And looking back on it, we were all happy that Ray won the Rumble. But the fact that they used Eddie's death to benefit him winning the Rumble, it kind of tarnishes that for me. But Eddie's death was such a massive thing because it was so out of the blue. He was still in his prime. He, he was still putting on five-star matches. And then all of a sudden, Latino Heat was no more. And it's like, look, and it's like, look at look with Eddie. If we didn't have Eddie, RVD's finisher would be the Rolling Thunder. Yep. We would have never gotten him in China with China as his mamacita. Absolutely. We would have never got him and Benoit on the match. We would have never got him and uh, him and Mysterio in the match. Nope. We would have never got. I mean. Eddie Guerrero was such a massive superstar, and then he was gone way too quickly. Because, I mean, we as wrestling fans sit here going, could you imagine Eddie in this match? Like, Eddie versus AJ Styles? There would be so many top rope moves. I mean, it would. I would love to see Eddie versus Ricochet. Yes. I mean, this would have been, I hope, by now he probably would have been retired. But we would have had Eddie would have headlined multiple WrestleManias. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Eddie passed, would we have got John Cena as big as he was? No, 
but Eddie helped so much with JBL. Yeah, well, I mean, without without Eddie, JBL would have never came in in his limo. Absolutely. So, I mean, Eddie inspired so many people. And it's just one of these that is going to be, it's tough to replace someone like Eddie. And they've never done it. Yeah. All of these people have never been replaced. There's never been another Chris Benoit. There's never been another Owen Hart, a Roddy Piper, an Ultimate Warrior, a Macho Man, an Eddie Guerrero, a Dusty Rhodes. There's never been another one of those. And and, and, and unless something changes, there never will. No, there won't. And I sit here and I'm thinking, like, is there anybody else that has impacted the business, his passing? And we all seem shocked so many times when a superstar passes. And for a while there in the late 90s and stuff, it was like second nature. Because we were running through yeah. a list earlier, and you're like, I didn't even know this person had passed. But it's become sort of like second nature, and it's so unfortunate. Thank you for tuning in to our Fan Friday today on When the Bell Tolls a Big Cousin. We discussed wrestling deaths that shocked us and the impact that they had on the business. And I just want to thank you all again for your support on the podcast and we're going to end the podcast today different than we have any other one. We're going to end it today by tolling the bell for all of those wrestlers that have passed. <laughs>